the deal with that is actually so to say to people, okay, there's loads of information out there about um, how to do various things, how to do webinars, how to do um, email follow-up sequences, you know, how to do all this stuff. What's missing, I think, for the market is what to do. You hear all the bull about marketing every day. Make your money in your sleep. My new offer is crushing it. My guru could beat up your guru. It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers. Hey, welcome back to The Truth About Marketing. It's Kevin Rogers here. And special guest today is Ben Hunt. Ben has been uh, designing and developing websites since 1994 and really came onto the scene in 2009 when uh, Ken McCarthy invited him to speak at his uh, system seminar. Uh, he's an off oft-times controversial uh, blogger. <laughs> uh, and uh, the... You know, level of value Ben puts out is really, really impressive. Uh, I'll admit that I'm, I'm new to his world and I've just been really sort of binging on his stuff the last couple of days here. And he recently made the radical move to move a lot of his trainings to open source. So I'm really fascinated to find out uh, what's behind that. So, Ben, thanks for being here. I'm really excited to have this interview today. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, man. Uh, and so, yeah, tell me first about, I mean, that's pretty, that's going way back, 1994, right? Like, mm -hmm. that was not like everybody had a website, everybody was even on the internet time. No, absolutely. I mean, I was, um, the thing is, I, I, I was at university in England at that time, and I, yeah, I was interested in maths, um, psychology, art, all this stuff, and then the web came along, mm -hmm. and suddenly it seemed like, wow, I can use all of this stuff at the same time. Yeah. No, so I mean, I I was, I my first few gigs, the first first stuff I was getting paid for was like designing rotating three D logos in three D studio. Mm -hmm. You know, um, not stuff I would do now, but you know, back then, just like anything that moved or responded or changed, you know, people were just fawning over this stuff, and yeah. we were just so dazzled by the internet. Yeah, that you know, people were paying for paying huge amounts of money for for nothing. Right, or for anything. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. especially now in, in light of what makes, you know, what makes a, a website valuable, it was certainly a waste of sort of time and energy, right? And, you know, I remember all those flash sites where people had to have the, the cool looking stuff, but it'd take forever to download. And <laughs> all that mattered oh, that it was that crazy. it looked cool, you know? Yeah, but, you know, it's the Internet's what in its early 20s now. So it's just only just starting to grow up and get a job. Yeah. So, you know, now we can expect for it to pay its own way. And, and that's that's fair enough. Yeah, good point. Right. So um, and so you've written several books. Uh, you're you're a great teacher. What you know, what motivates you the most when you wake up in the morning? What, what, what has you most excited? Well, OK, it's, it's a bit weird for me because it, it's, you know, it's always different from one week to the next, but that's just the kind of person I am. And that's, mm. I think, a big part of um, what success means for me is actually depending on acknowledging that that's my personality. You know, I, I, I'm not somebody who can remain interested by the same thing from one month to the next. Um, but 
it, interesting. I read Simon Sinek's Start With Why a couple of years ago that had been recommended to me a few times. And it, it was an amazing book, real, real work of genius. And it made me kind of want to step back and say, well, what am I about? What do I do? And what I did was I, I kind of looked back over all the stuff that I'd done in the previous 20 years and looked, tried to identify those times when I'd had clarity, limitless energy, you know, when my, my journey seemed to have some kind of purpose and clarity to it. It's like I, I envisioned it like I, like I was on a mountain and I was looking back and my, my, the journey that I'd been on was behind me and most of it was under the clouds. But there mm. were points in that journey when, you know, my path went above the clouds and I could see and I was in the sunshine. And so it's like, okay, well, those points, what, what have those times got in common? And what I realized is what, what I'm passionate about, what I am about as a person is exploring ideas for how we can do things better, make things better, and, and sharing those ideas with other people. That's really my passion. Hmm. Interesting. It, what, what pays the bills for you, Ben? I mean, has it been consistently all along? Is it designing and developing still, or has it, you know, shape-shifted a lot through, over <clears throat> your career? Oh, it's, it's changed it's changed massively over, over the time. I mean, you know, I started out doing, you know, database design with, with Oracle as well as building websites. Um, I've done conversion rate optimization over the years, SEO stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so right now I'm trying to, um, I'm actually trying to divest myself of um, certainly building websites yeah. and also some of the some of the writing work as well. I've 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 written books as well for other people, and and I've had some regular copywriting gigs, as well. So what pays the bills? I mean, right now I've got one one client that I'm doing strategy for, and I also happen to be building a prototype for them. Hmm. But you know, moving forward, I'm actually on the cusp of creating a a marketing strategy only agency. Yeah. Uh, one of the the deal with that is actually so to say to people, okay, there's loads of information out there about um, how to do various things, how to do webinars, how to do um, email follow-up sequences, you know, how to do all this stuff. What's missing, I think, for the market is what to do because right. we're drowning in mm. options for marketing. Isn't it? You know. I mean, it would be great to be John Cables where you've really got a choice of, you know, newspaper, magazine, direct mail, TV and radio. And that's about it. Yeah. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. And now we've got hundreds, hundreds of marketing channels and nobody can possibly master them all. Um, you can't even get a, a broad understanding of what all these things do. And more importantly, when and where you should use them. And if you try and use them all, then you're bound to fail. Yeah. But that's a great point. Yeah, I call it now. We've all heard of the shiny, um, shiny object syndrome. I, I'm mm -hmm. referring to shiny tactic syndrome, you know, yeah. because it's like the minute you decide you have an idea for a product or, or, or service, you're just overwhelmed instantly with all the options for how to get people into your world. I know. I, I've had clients come to me. I've had people come to me literally in the last few weeks saying, hey, Ben, can you just help me optimize this thing? I mean, I'm sure you've had it. You've, you've seen this thing so many times yourself. You know, can you can you help me polish this campaign? 
and I say, okay, well, okay, what we've got? And they say, well, okay, okay, so we, we're doing, we're running Facebook ads, yeah, yeah. So it's like a puppy dog, we're running Facebook ads and we're gonna push people to a, a land, squeeze page, it's gonna have a video on there and an opt-in and then they're gonna be pushed to a, an evergreen webinar that we're running off this system. And then there's an email follow-up sequence and, I, and I'm going, oh, please, just, you know, <laughs> stop. Because okay. I know next week there's gonna be, you know, the people who make their money out of selling people marketing Right. Tactics. Yeah. They're going to bring out something else and you're going to want to bolt that thing on yeah. to your campaign. And it's just it's just going to be like this Dr. Seuss machine where <laughs> it's so convoluted and every single junction and joint in this thing is leaking. You know, <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that analogy. So please just stop. Stop trying to apply. You know, yeah, yeah. I, one of my favorite quotes of all time comes from Saint Exupery. I put it in my very first book in 2008. And he says, perfection is finally attained, not when there is no longer anything left to add, but there, when there is nothing left to take away. Mm, wow. Yeah, it's great. So yeah. apropos, I mean, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, and we feel like uh, we're missing it if we're not using it, right? Like we couldn't possibly have an optimized campaign if all those shiny tactics weren't in there, you know, at some point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to look at it. And the way I think of it is uh, these people who are in the business of selling you the next marketing tactic, do you really think that they want to solve your business problem for you? You know, right. it's like what people say about the pharmaceutical industry. You know, they don't create um, uh, cures. They create customers. Right. It's, yeah. it's like you have to look at the the marketing tactic vendors like heroin dealers mm -hmm. like they, they they sell you something if they solved your problem and you went away happy they've lost a client yeah right so I, I maybe i'm just overly suspicious well no hey i think uh you know I, I i had a client once who is a she's a therapist um in new zealand and her one of her claims was you'll see me once and never come back yeah. <laughs> and, I thought, and she obviously was aware that that was not the typical business model. But what an amazing, bold thing to claim, right? I will fix you mm -hmm. in one session and you will be fine. Wow. Uh, and then you start to, and then it just suddenly, you know, uh, puts a, a question mark over every other practitioner. Um, you know, I know you've taken issue with, with some tactics. Uh, how much of it do you believe is like truly nefarious or is it just, you know, people thinking, well, you know, I'm putting out good stuff and for the people it works for, that's who it's for. I can't babysit everybody. Do you think there's more responsibility than people take with, you know, teaching marketing tactics? I think a lot of people who teach marketing tactics, and <clears throat> I think I, I include the good guys in this as well. Um, they, there's a, a really strong tendency to go just to go towards a kind of apologist Mm -hmm. um, stance and just to say, you know, well, it's caveat emptor, you know, buyer beware. I know that I'm, I'm going to tell you this stuff and I know that 90% of people won't apply it. And out of those, you know, half of those, it won't work for, but you know, Hey, what can I do? You know, all, yeah. all I can do is, is, is sell you the course, but you know, whether you apply it is up to you. So, you know, who's really honest. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, you know, I, I'm not going to worry too much about it. I think the bottom line is that what really matters in all of this stuff is, is like I say, it's like choosing what to apply, um, and even more than that, it's not, it's not success isn't about which tactics to use. It's you know, this is why I'm so fascinated with strategy because strategy is very much about who you are, 
you know, who, what is your brand? What do you stand for? Why are people going to love you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, right. and that's not to do with, you know, using copy tricks or any kind of, you know, little tactical mechanic. Right. It's, it's to do with knowing who the hell you are in the world first before you even, you know, start to design a campaign. And his, his, the, the sad thing is, if, look, if I could bottle that and sell it as a, an ebook or a course or something, yeah, I could be a very rich man, but you can't. Mm. You can't bottle that stuff. And um, part of it is that nobody's even worked it out. Right. Right. Yeah. It's funny to hear you say this because, again, we, we're just meeting today, but the, the workshop I'm planning right now is about exactly that because I, I, I like you, see that as the gaping hole in all of marketing is that everybody has all these parts in their garage that they can't wait you know, to strap on to the car, but they have no idea about the engine, right? And, yep. and they've yet to decide, you know, who am I to me? What, what is my real value that I can bring? And then, you know, where is the market of people that I can serve best? And then just about engaging in a dialogue with those people to really understand what it is that you can uniquely provide them. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I was I, I had a, I had a buddy over here um, a year or so ago and um, l- last summer and I said to him, look, Mark, how do we do what we do, right? I mean, you know, we've both been in this business a long time. He's, he's been a lot more of the, like the coal phase, right? I'd be more of a consultant. Um, but I said to him, look, if, if we look at somebody's website or their whole marketing campaign, we can normally tell you've got a traffic problem, you've got a conversion problem, you've got a positioning problem, mm-hmm. and this is what you should do. How the hell do we do that? And he said, I don't know. So we opened a bottle of wine. And at the end of that bottle of wine, we were no clearer. So we repeated the process. <laughs> um, and, but we, you know, we didn't come to an answer. So what I decided, it was a nice sunny day, which is, you know, we, we get two of those per summer in England. And um, so I, did, I, I took a big piece of paper and I took a pencil and I went outside and sat down and said, right, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to try and map out uh, how a marketing consultant thinks. Hmm. And what I came up with was literally this five, these five elements of a campaign, you know, which is completely independent of any tactic or mechanic or anything as which are, and I, I put it, I call this evolved into something I call a circuit. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that when all the five pieces of the circuit are in place then energy will flow and then, you know, all the lights will come on. And the things are literally, you know, what is the brand? Who is making this offer? What is the product or service that actually gets delivered? What is the proposition, the offer, you know, what, what, which is a, a promise to solve a problem, right? What is the problem itself? And then who is the market for that? And if all of those things are clear, sharp, powerful, distinct, and, um, you know, conscious, then you've got some. You've probably got something to take to market, and then you know from that you can figure out how to do it. But so many, I think one of, one of the key problems is that so many people try and take something to market without knowing mm-hmm. who is my like like you just said who is my target market, what problem am I solving? Is it a motivating problem? Right. Um, you know how is my proposition going to be distinct from everything else out there in the marketplace and have clear blue water about around it? 
Right? And you can do that stuff in a day. Yeah. But so many people just rush on headlong into trying tactic after tactic after tactic, whatever's the latest trendy thing, mm-hmm. um, without having those fundamentals in place. Yeah, I think I think they're just they're hobbyists, you know, and they they love the the lingo and the whole vibe of it, and they buy the stuff so that they can go on to a forum and talk about the fact that they bought it and you know, whether or not you know feel like an authority on it because they spent an hour looking through it, <laughs> and that you know it's just one more thing that they can reference. But oftentimes, uh, these these folks have no no not even an offer and it's certainly not a business um yeah and so it's 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 a bizarre problem i don't don't know if most industries would uh entertain this as much like you couldn't you wouldn't pretend to be a plumber or a dentist Mm. (laughs) you wouldn't you know what i'm saying like you'd either be you know making money as a plumber or a dentist or you move on to something different you'd have some other occupation but in our world of marketing it seems as though, you know, there's tons of people who dump a bunch of money into this hobby, yet you, you try like hell to guide them through the actual things that will help them uh, grow a business. And they, they seem oddly resistant to it. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I mean, I wrote this book last year called Web Design is Dead, when I, I actually tracked the, um, the, the evolution of this market. And one of the things that really struck me was how crappy a deal clients have had in the last 20 years. I mean, you know, apart from going back to the beginning where it was just extraordinarily painfully labor intensive to make anything for the web. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even still, I, I, I still think we're, we're still in a kind of a, a lawless wild west frontier land of, of marketing. And, you know, who do you turn to for marketing advice, for strategy? And, it, you know, if, if you turn to the high profile people who, like, like I say, make their living out of selling you the next course in how to market your business, it's like the fox guarding the hen house. Yeah. It's like, it's like going to a drug dealer to say, you know, oh, I'm kind of feeling down. What do I need? And they'll say, oh, <laughs> I have just the thing for you. You know, when you want some more, come back next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I love the circuit interview. Let's talk about, you know, your move to make this stuff, yeah, you know, this open source marketing project, the ultimate web design, um, because it's beyond just design as I would think of it. So maybe let's start with sort of you defining what you mean by web design. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously my, my concept of web design has evolved a lot over the years, you know, way back in the day when we were, we were the web design monks, you know, the, yeah. the, the punks that, that had the time to learn HTML and how to use an FTP program and stuff like that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so, you know, web design was just, we, we, we were just dazzled by the dancing bear, you know. Yeah. It, was just, it was just amazing. Um, over the time then, I've, I've been, you know, in the 90s I was obsessed with usability and then, you know, SEO came along and, and that was fascinating. And then conversion rate optimization, you know, around 2010, that became the, uh, the big thing. But for me, it's, it's always about what actually works. But the, the, the time that blew my mind, like you said, um, Ken McCarthy picked up on my book, Save the Pixel, which I wrote in 2008. Um, and he invited me to present at the system seminar in, uh, in London. Um, Ken is, 
his talent is he is the the A and R guy for internet marketers. Mm. You know, he he has a talent for picking out. I don't know how he just keeps discovering people, but anyway, I was really lucky. He discovered me and he said he invited me to come along and speak about Web 2.0 design, which was a big thing at the time, and you know, really the 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 principles of simple design, mm-hmm. uh, minimal design. So I went along there. It's the first seminar I'd, I'd really spoken at. And, uh, you know, I talked for an hour and it was cool. And then um, I sat down and then he next he brought on Drayton Bird, who, you know, if anyone doesn't. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this knows Drayton. I don't need to introduce him. Mm-hmm. Drayton then spent the next hour uh, talking us through a series of A-B examples. Mm. Um, some of them were print ads. Some of them were direct mail pieces. And he was he would ask everyone in the room, what do you think A1 or B1 in the test? And this the room was full of entrepreneurs, you know, really bright people. And we might as well have been flipping coins because no one really knew. Hmm. And I think I spent that hour with my bottom jaw on the on the desk. Hmm. You know, it blew my mind. Because there were a couple of things. One of the things was that I realized that web design is actually marketing. Right. It's not about it's not it's not a fluffy layer. It's not sugar coating. Mm-hmm. Web design is marketing. And then the second thing that was completely mind bending is that I realized that it that if it's marketing, it can it has success criteria that you can measure. You can actually test how good your web design is. So after that, I spent that I then went away and spent the next three years. Um, trying to figure out what makes web pages work, mm. and I, I had a, a you know an idea of taking 50 home pages and running 50 different tests as, as many as I could do and collating a whole load of data on it and stuff. It's all crazy. Um, but the, the other thing that I that I happened to do in that time was I, I went back to Claude Hopkins, John Caples, Eugene Schwartz. I I, I read all these books on. Um, direct response marketing, right? And this is me 15 years after, 15 years into my web design career. And it's the first time I'd heard about direct response marketing. Wow. Ken McCarthy put on a seminar in San Francisco, I think in 1994, saying the internet is a direct response medium, you know, but he, he was, he was a lone voice in the desert mm-hmm. at that point because you know, I got into it because I knew how to use a computer and I was just, you know, young and passionate. But nobody told us that this was marketing. And 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 I think still a lot of web designers out there don't know. <laughs> like, honestly, no one's told them. Right. And not only that it's marketing, but people have been studying this and figuring it out for over 100 years. Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. So there's nothing, nothing new under the sun. It's just, you know, different different channels that we're using, but fundamentally people think the same, uh, respond and choose to buy for exactly the same reasons that they did in the Roman forum or in, you know, Mesopotamia or wherever. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Human behavior has not changed. Um, So I, yeah, I was mentioned that it's ultimatewebdesign.com is where they can go see these great, you just lay everything out there, man. Really cool. So what has that done to your to your business, you know, to to just decide. Well, let's talk about the decision to make this open source. I mean, that's a big yeah. big shift. Well, um, 
So I would I at the time when I was figuring this stuff out, right, this circuit stuff and all that, um, I had a, an inner circle group um, of other marketers at the time. We'd meet once or twice a week. And there was um, a, a group within that, that that peeled off to create a manual for uh, Ultimate Web Design, as it was at the time. And I was thinking about this, and then they were thinking about it. And we came together one week, and I said, you know, th this circuit stuff, this works so well. It's like so universally useful that I wish everybody could have this. And they went, we had the same conversation. We said this, you know, it's it's such a kind of a natural um, representation of what really happens that it's incredibly useful. Mm -hmm. So we all thought that it should be um, available for free in some way if we could do it. So then I, I don't remember how it happened, but I, I got to thinking about WordPress and MySQL and Linux and, you know, all these this open source software model. And it became clear that the the way that these different software systems have managed to get so good so fast is that they were using the wisdom of the crowd and you know the open source model was really interesting and then i thought wow if you think about it the the system of marketing is analogous to software systems because we have um data models as in um you know models of how you can conceptualize the, the relationship between you and, and the market. And that's essentially what the circuit is. Mm. And we have methods, processes, right? So, you know, marketing is very similar to software. Um, so, it, and if that's the case, then why can't we make the system of marketing open source? So that's how it, that's just how it came about. And you know, just a, a, a huge desire to, mm. to make something better. In, by letting letting the world contribute to it. Yeah, fantastic. And so the case studies and stuff that are on the site here, uh, are these all kind of like from your laboratory, laboratory, or are these can people kind of submit their own case studies? They they're all ones that that I worked on um, about a year ago. But then really, what happened is Ultimate Web Design then evolved into open source marketing. So gotcha. Um, the 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 latest knowledge is really at opensourcemarketingproject.org. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, look, in principle, you know, here's here's how I want it to work. I want people to pick up the systems and the processes, use it, find out how it when it works, when it doesn't work, and how can we improve it, and then submit improvements. We don't have a way to do that yet. So it's really just a case of hey, send me an email yeah. or record something, and let's. We just just figure it out. So you know, it's very very early days in all of this. It's not worked out at all. Right. Very cool though. I lo I love the concept and you know it, it's fascinating because there is that thing where you you have to pay to pay attention, right? Like you know, going back to shiny tactic syndrome and all these mm -hmm. things. You know, we we are all overwhelmed, and sometimes the best solution to figuring out the best course is to say, you know. I'm just going to invest in somebody who's going to show me and not let me be led astray, right? And so uh, it'd be fascinating to see uh, in, in an open source, you know, how many people have the, sort of the discipline to partake in it, and follow it through as it's as it's designed. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and you know, I can't say I can't stand here, Kevin, and sit and say I've got answers for all of that and how it's yeah. going to work and how it's going to be monetized. But there is, there's just a part of me that thinks um, I want to earn my money by delivering good service. Yeah. So the way I'm designing my my business now is I'm going to spend basically half my day figuring out people's strategy, and then the other half of my day decoding what I did in the morning. Mm. And and then publishing that just just to you know so that we can all you know share in the the thought process and yeah you know, I don't know how it's going to work I really don't yeah um, I wish I could tell you <laughs> well I'd love to keep up on this with you because I, I think it's mm. fascinating and you know it, here's what I do know because I I've been running a, a community for a couple of years although it's a paid community it's similar environment right it's like the trainings that we create are based on best practices of the community, right? And mm. so then we turn it into a training for everyone's benefit, new members especially. And uh, that's a fascinating thing to be a part of because it is like being in a laboratory. You know, it's like only the stuff that, that works is, is gets focused on. Um, but, you know, still it's really hard to get people to to find what they need, you know? Like people will come and say, yeah, you know, Kevin, is there anything in here about this or to solve this problem? And I'm like, yes, we, you know, that was a whole discussion last month about that. You didn't, but you know, everybody's so distracted. It's really hard to, to guide them to the, to the information they need most. It's it. And it, it, I think we could have a whole nother discussion about, about user experience, right. And, and how to best optimize putting the solutions people need most in front of them. Hey, it's Kev here. We're about to get to the essential question of the show. But first, if you'd like to go deeper into all the marketing strategies that the top pros are using to really move the needle on their sales, then I invite you to come join us on the inside of Copy Chief. Go to copychief.com forward slash join, J-O-I-N, and uh, see a special offer for uh, you to come check it out. And what you'll do in there is you could uh, enjoy one of the trainings. We've got 12 different trainings on how to improve your copy. Uh, we also have uh, an invitation to you to post up your copy and get reviews, friendly, happy, helpful reviews from all the cool copywriting pros hanging out in Copy Chief. So it's a great community. You really love it. Tons of valuable information. We want to help you sell better. Come join us at copychief.com forward slash join. Um, but let's get to the essential question, Ben. Um, I'm already foreseeing a part two if you'd be up for it of this of this interview. Uh, but I really want to hear your answer to this because you've done so many cool things. So, um, so Ben Hunt, what is the one thing you've done in your marketing that has produced the most surprising results? Yeah, good question. Um, the the thing that I have done, I mean, I've thought about this. I've looked back, and they, they, it's it's not a tactic. It's a kind of behavior. And um, in fact, I I just put out a video about this thing because it's it's really you know been eating into my brain in the last uh, few weeks since we started uh, talking about doing this interview. What it is is. Um, it's it's something that I, I've kind of given it a moniker. I, I've called it uh, marketing on the edge, right? Mm. And um, 
it's, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time. I, I use this this picture of the there's a Roman god Janus that we get January from, and he has a face on the back of his head and a face on the front of his head, and you know he's the god of beginnings and endings, and in you know, with these two faces, he looks to the past and he looks to the future at the same time. Mm. And I've been using this metaphor for a while when I'm thinking about conversion rate optimization, because in CRO, you have to look at the results of previous experiments. Oh, direct marketing, it's the same thing. You know, what has worked in the past? And then you also have to look ahead at the future. As, okay, what do we think will work better than that? And then... And this is basically, that's the, the, the bare bones of the scientific method. You have to look at the actual results and then you think creatively about, you know, what do we think that means? Then you design an experiment, then you learn from it. And so what, what, where you are is you're kind of riding this bubble through space, which is the, you know, the interface between the past where things are dead, but certain, um, predictable, safe, and the future where things are you know, full of possibility, chaotic, random, scary. Um, and so looking back, the things that I've done that have been most successful for me have been when I've come across an idea because I'm, I'm you know, riding that edge. I'm riding this, this bubble. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. All right. Uh, 2007, 2008, I decided to write a book because I wanted to buy an Audi. Okay, that, that, was the, that was the motivation. <laughs> I, I wanted to write a book, um, and I was going to call it 50 uh, Homepage Redesigns from Scratch or something like that. And I thought I'd recruit 50 clients and I'd charge them $1,000 each, and then I would redesign their homepages, and I'd make a book out of it, and, um, and that's how I'd pay for this Audi. I never got the Audi, but <laughs> you know, a few, few people signed up, and I started trying, you know, and I, I did a few redesigns, about 15 redesigns, and then I started with actually a co-writer. I started trying to figure out, okay, let's let's talk through what. So I I, I was going to show the previous homepage and my new design, and then talk through the reasoning for it. And as I worked through that, I realised that there was actually a model or a pattern to the way that I was thinking, where that I was working, and this thing started to arrange itself into chapters. So it's like. Um, I didn't have a plan. I didn't know exactly what I was building, but I did it anyway. So it's like feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. A similar thing, um, the second system seminar that, that Ken invited me to, um, we started learning about, this was 2009, we started learning about um, conversion optimization. And uh, it blew my mind again. And I decided that I was going to, you know, go away and figure this stuff out. I was going to figure out what made web pages work. I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know if I was going to get there, but I did it anyway. Um, and I, I keep thinking about this. There's a, a card. The first card in the tarot deck, the classic tarot deck, is, is the fool card, card zero. And it's this guy setting out on a journey full of naivety, and he's stepping off a rock. And he doesn't, you know, the sun's shining and he's just starting out on his journey. He doesn't know where that foot's going to land, but he's stepping out anyway. Mm. So for me, I think, you know, being behind the edge is to play too safe. It's to repeat past successes, which are ultimately just lead to entropy and, and death. Mm -hmm. To live too far ahead of your edge is to gamble, to risk, um, 
and you know you just you, you end up not building anything but living on the edge so like, save the pixel um like uh, there was no plan for it i didn't know what the conclusion of the book was when i started writing the book mm-hmm. and yet that it was an ebook literally a pdf and it probably made two hundred fifty thousand dollars in sales over three or four years mm. um 2010 uh my marriage broke up <clears throat> And I suddenly had to find some money from somewhere. I was running an agency with my ex, my ex-wife. Mm. Had to find some money from somewhere. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do it. So I went to a local coffee shop. I got myself a big-ass coffee. I sat down with a pad and I thought, what, what do I want to do? So it's, it's literally a kind of a feeling of feel what I really – what is the next step right in front of me right now? And let's take that step. And what I got was, I want to make a course in web design. I want to teach everybody everything I know about web design. Um, so I, I didn't, I, 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 and I just decided I'm get, it's going to be six months long, uh, one video per day for six months. And I sat there and I wrote a sales letter effectively. It mm-hmm. took me an hour. I, you know, drained this coffee. I wrote the sales letter and I emailed it to my the mailing list that I had at the time, which was not very big. And I got $20,000 worth of orders for people who wanted to be part of my foundation group, which is like, I had no content. I had nothing. I didn't have a domain name. But I said, who wants to be part of my course? You can be part of my foundation group. There's 20 places and we're going to meet every week and we're going to talk about everything and I'm going to give you the content just in time. So we'll work through this together. And I got $20,000 worth of orders. And again, that... That course over the next two or three years probably generated, you know, 200k something like that as well. Wow! And it's simply a, a the reason why that stuff worked is not because I knew what I was doing. It's just because I felt an urge to do something, and I just, you know, started that journey by putting my foot forward. Wow, that's fantastic! What a great answer. Um, one tactical question, and I hope I don't ruin <laughs> the, the story with it. But, yeah, because I'm always conscious of the listener going, wow, that sounds amazing, but, right? What's their but? Mm. Is you, what, what, kind of, what kind of, you know, list do you have? What kind of outreach do you have at that point to make an invitation like that? Um, in terms of the size of the list? Yeah. It will have, it will have been in the low thousands, I imagine. Mm. My list grew to 20... 22,000 or something like that about three years ago. And I decided it was so unresponsive that I burnt it and started over. Yeah. Um, so I had a list of 20 or thousand on Aweber that I was paying quite a lot of money to maintain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think like, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a truism. It's a cliche, but, you know, it's not about the size yeah, it's of true. the list. It's about it's... the quality of the list. Right. And, you know, my list is my email list right now is growing by about seven or eight hundred a month, uh, which is great. Um, but there's there's a tiny fraction of the people on those lists who are my genuine tribe and my genuine followers. Right. But you know, and all I can do is, um, I mean, I, I attract them by saying, "Hey, I've got five free eBooks." So people come along to webdesignfromscratch.com and they sign up for the free eBooks, and you know, about a quarter of them unsubscribe straight away, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But they've got my eBooks. Right. Right. So they've got my brand, they've got my my way of thinking, and maybe one day, you know. They'll, uh, they'll read that stuff. They'll want to do something with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So what, what's coming up? Uh, are you doing much speaking? 
you. You know, I, I, I haven't I haven't done much speaking at all in the last two or three years. Um, I've become a bit more of a recluse, really. Uh, it's just choosing to grow vegetables and take trips to the beach instead. Uh, yeah. I, I used to travel quite a lot and do it. I think the novelty wore off. Yeah, it does. So, no, I mean, look, the th- thing is, this is this is amazing. You know, we, we can now talk. You're in Florida. I'm in England. And, you know, we can we can have a meeting and do this stuff right. so easily now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm really wanting to focus 100 percent on finding out how to take marketing strategy as a discipline, how to take that to market um, and how to you know, do that in a way that other people can then follow. Um, because I think, I think the world needs marketing strategists. Literally, people who will say, here's a strategy for you. Here is your campaign design. I will hand that to you, right? Um, but you're not going to pay me. I'm not going to do your copywriting. I'm not going to offer to do your, your, your copywriting, your web page design, your SEO, any of this stuff. And we need that kind of professional separation, yeah, I think, right. you know, you can't go to an SEO guy and say, hey, how can I grow my business? Because they'll sell you SEO. Right. right. That's a great point. You go to an yeah. Infusionsoft specialist, you go to a ClickFunnels specialist, they'll sell you what they do and they will make you think that you need what they do. So right. I think what we really need is somebody you can go to and say, look, what should I do? Right. And somebody to go, OK, well, let's do a deep dive. Let's figure it out. And then I'll give you my advice and then I will step away. Hey, sure, I'll put you in touch with people. But, right. you know. So that's what I think is – I think there's a the huge growth area in marketing for that. Right. That's just my hunch at the moment. I think I'm it's brilliant. With- I think it's – I'll tell you, we're really aligned in this thinking, and you've, you've got some great clarity on this. So this has been super valuable for me just as a conversation, uh, <laughs> and I know the listeners are going to love it too. So Ben Hunt, thank you so much for making the time, and I, I sincerely hope we can do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, anything we can do just to, you know, help carry the industry forward. I'm, I'm all for it. I'll do what I can. Awesome. So benhunt.com is probably the easiest place for people to go get some free books yeah. and find all the other cool stuff you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Great. Thanks, Ben. We'll talk soon. Kevin, thank you very much. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Truth About Marketing podcast. If you like this show and you think other people would like this show, the best way to spread the word is by reviewing and rating the show in iTunes. Just log in, click review, leave a big old fat five-star review, and let everybody know that you dig the show so that they can dig it too. To get all the links and resources we mentioned on today's episode, please go to copychief.com forward slash TAM, as in truth about marketing. And if you'd like to uh, learn more about how you can improve your sales copy with uh, templates, formulas, coaching, feedback, or hiring a pro, do all that on the inside of the members area of copychief.com. And I will look for you there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.